and I'll read it to you. It's kind of fun. Do this or die. Okay. Is this ad some kind of trick? No, but it could have been. And at exactly that point rests a do or die decision for American business. We in advertising together with our clients have all the power and skill to trick people or so we think, but we're wrong. We can't fool any of the people any of the time. There is indeed a 12 year old mentality in this country. Every six-year-old has one. I love that. That was really good. Um, we are a nation of smart people. And most smart people ignore most advertising because most advertising ignores smart people. Whoa. Instead, we talk to each other. We debate endlessly about the medium and the message. Nonsense. In advertising, the message itself is the message. A blank page and a blank television screen are all one and the same. And above all, the messages we put on those pages and in those television screens must be the truth. For we play tricks with the truth. If we play tricks with the truth, we die. Now, the other side of the coin, telling the truth about a product demands a product that's worth telling the truth about. Sadly, so many products aren't. So many products don't do anything better or anything different or so many don't work quite right or don't last or don't matter. If we also play this trick, we also die. Because advertising only helps a bad product fail faster. No donkey chases the carrot forever. He catches on and quits. And oh, by the way, no frog will sit in a frying pan as you slowly turn up the heat. Frogs are cold-blooded, and they know when they're too hot, and they jump off the log after basking in the sun. Okay, unless we change, the tidal wave of consumer indifference will wallop into the mountain of advertising and manufacturing drivel. That day we die. We'll die in our marketplace, on our shelves, in our gleaming packages of empty promises. Not with a bang, not with a whimper, but with our own skilled hands. Doyle, Dane, and Bernbach. Okay, and uh, that was a that was an, a prominent agency in the in 1960. They ran this ad, and they also ran another ad, uh, which was for Volkswagen. Interestingly, you know, you think I don't think about these things, and I don't mostly. But this was the ad. Here's the Volkswagen on the page. I could shrink it down, I suppose, but. Here's the copy. Think small. Our little car isn't so much a novelty anymore. A couple of dozen college kids don't try to squeeze inside it. The guy at the gas pump doesn't ask where the gas goes. Nobody gives, uh, nobody even stops or stares at our shape. In fact, some people who drive don't even think 32 miles per gallon is going to is going any great guns. Now, this is before the fuel injector, so that was amazing. You know, my car in the 1960s got nine miles per gallon, just to put it in perspective, right? This is like four times better gas mileage than that. And I think this is that, that this is prescient in its analysis of where advertising is going to go and how much it's going to be believed and why branding is so difficult. It's because mostly... The advertising is just advertising. It doesn't try to tell you the truth. Which brings me to another announcement. 
Postcard Mania hits new highest ever revenue record in 2022. Now, I know some printers, a lot of printers are struggling. Okay. And so I want to give you a, a secret. I want to show you Postcard Mania's secret. They did. This is a section of Postcard Mania's website. You can't see the Postcard Mania. It's at the top of the page. But here's case studies, all case studies. And I just want to, here's accounting. Here's advertising and marketing. Here's animal services. Here's appliance, equipment repair. And, uh, you know, auctioneer case studies, automotive accessories, automotive repair, automotive sales, banking case studies, beauty service case studies, business services case studies, carpet cleaning, charity fundraising, chiropractic, cleaning services, clothing apparel, communication, computer software, construction, dance gymnastics, dental lab case studies. Okay, and I can tell you, as I've looked at a lot of these, and most of them aren't that good. <laughs> They're not. They're usually not even statistically valid samples. There's usually not a holdout sample. There's no control. They are just, we tried this and it, it raised, as this one says, they generated 10 responses and 15,000 in revenue. Okay, first principle I was taught in testing, you got to get at least 50 in a sample. Uh, but, you know, the businesses are happy, you know, and I've told Brad this, that there isn't one valid case study in his in his section and uh, that somebody ought to do valid case studies somewhere. It's not that much harder. It uh, but at least at least postcard mania to their credit does do case studies and they have and i've heard from other companies in the direct mail and direct marketing industry that they say well our clients won't let us well you know what tell them beforehand tell them that you want to give them a little extra a little extra effort you want to actually see if the thing works you know we did that with with a prominent national catalog a couple of years only now three years ago i think two or three years ago and we beat their control by 163 percent you know just different customer segmentation uh, revenue per piece straightforward stuff okay we beat their revenue per piece by 163 percent we mailed their list selection criteria their customer selection criteria their way we mailed it our way. We looked at the uniques, and our uniques outperformed their uniques. It's called the uniques study. It's the way you study segmentation systems. There's, there's, there's ways to test all sorts of things. But postcard mania at least goes to the trouble of telling their customers they'd like to do the case study. If you're coming to postcard mania now, you're saying, oh, they have case studies. I guess if I use them, I might be able to get in the case study, and which means I'm making more money, right? It's in a customer's interest to be in your case study. They want you to work hard enough to get you the results that get them in the case study. They don't have to, to you don't have to tell their customer name. You don't have to tell a lot of the circumstances, right? But if you were a, a prospective customer, wouldn't you want to be in a case study? Wouldn't you want that extra care, you know? 
Teach, show me how. Show me how to know that your product works. It's just telling the truth. It's telling the truth. It's what it's what advertising and marketing needs to focus on. You know, you can talk all day long about the USPS statistics. Oh yes, direct mail gets 57%, 57.86% according to industry averages. That's baloney. <laughs> you know, I've seen I've seen people mail 150,000 mailers uh, postcard it happened to be and get three only three responses. You know, we changed a couple of pieces of copy and they got I don't remember but at least a half a percent response, which would have been which would have been three thousand uh, three thousand resp- responses. Okay, a thousand times better. All we did was change a little bit, a little bit of the creative, a thousand times. Okay, that can happen, but don't give me averages. <laughs> averages are stupid. Okay, so if you're in the direct marketing industry and you want some advice for troubled waters or anything else, Postcard Mania keeps growing. Are you growing? They added 7% more employees this year, this past year. Think about that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, which is possible, give me a call. Join the WDMA. Support case studies. Support valid case studies. Support field valid experimental testing. Not just try this and try that. It's there for you. It gives you a window on the truth. And that's what we should all be interested in, though I don't think we are. 